channel welcome everybody please smash the like button i hope you're doing well um i'm kind of all over the place i was looking at different things here so i apologize but good afternoon good evening good night wherever you're from uh over here in the united states is 4 p.m in the afternoon over there i'm sure you guys have the same time right in the uk or is it different times no, depending no we're, we're 10 p.m right so yeah, we're the same <laughs> yeah, okay, no, I, I, one time zone in the uk <laughs> okay no because in the united states man you got like four or yeah. five different time zones you know it's yeah. it's crazy but uh um, how you, how you guys yeah man so <laughs> listen i think uh ian yeah ian's been on before i think this is your second time so i appreciate you for yeah. coming on brother uh philip already is you know he's been a usual here on the channel uh, and uh, but I just want to thank you guys for coming on, trying to do this preview. It's going to be amazing. So I appreciate you, both of you guys. Um, thank you. It's a privilege. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank coming you. on thank again, you. man. Cheers. Yeah. All right. So we got to talk about the easiest match we're going to have all season, right? Uh, mm. Or no? <laughs> uh, Manchester City. We got to play against Manchester City, of course, at St. James's Park. So that's a positive. But at the end of the day, not a lot of. I've been I've been reading, you know, Newcastle fans comments on twitter on youtube and not a lot of optimism out there for this match even though we're playing at st james's park but yes we are playing against a very very good team to say the least so um we just got to come up with our game a game but listen we're gonna we're gonna have fun today we're gonna talk about our expectations of course uh, i want to do uh each one of us do sort of a a lineup you know that we would like to see and then obviously we're gonna we're gonna talk about the lineup that more than likely uh eddie how will put out there um and you know just go from there so you know welcome everybody yes smash the like button let's get to as many as we as we can we got nine likes already on the on the stream so i appreciate that i will meanwhile i get these guys' takes on on uh what their thoughts uh, this weekend is going to be against manchester city i will be adding the the, the twitter account uh, we're going to be live on Twitter as well. So uh, let's start with with Ian, man. What are your thoughts? What are your expectations? How are you feeling about this weekend against the powerful Manchester City? The oil classico, as some will call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's gathered its name with humor, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's, that's a positive sign for us um, because... If, if Newcastle turn up at home, um, we can, we can beat anybody, and um, we've proved that over time and time again. Um, but don't don't get me wrong, we're up against the, the best team in the world, um, and it doesn't matter who they've got out. The squad's that strong, um, but it's about Newcastle. And like I say, if if, if we give them one hundred and ten percent, we're in with a chance, um, but. We have to be. We have to be at our A game to to get anything out of that game, and that, and that's not just that's not just the players. That's the fans. Everybody. The minute the minute you wake up on the morning, the minute you go to that ground, the minute the, the players wake up, till you take it there, it, everybody's just got to be a hundred and ten percent, or you are going to come away with absolutely nothing. Um, because like I say, they they are the best team in the world. Um, but we're at home, and you've got to take the positives. And, and give it re- give a really good count of ourselves against them. Right, uh, Philip. What do you think, man? You know, do you think it can be done? Don't give me your score predictions yet. I will. We'll get to that at the end. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be fun. But um, yeah, what do you think about this game, man? Coming up for Newcastle uh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm positive because uh, I think folks 
need to remember that we played Man City twice this season. Yes, once we lost, but the other time we won as well with Dummett and is it Kraft? I can't remember. Was it in the middle? No, Dummett and was it Dummett and Kraft in the middle uh, or Dummett and Lascelles? Dummett and Lascelles in the middle. Yeah. So if we can do it with them two, I'm sure we can do better with Botman <laughs> and Shah in the middle. <laughs> so it's not. Um, right. I'm not going to downplay Man City, Man City, and Man City, but I'm I'm upbeat. I'm upbeat because I I saw a better Newcastle against Sunderland. I know people are going to say it's Sunderland. Uh, and it's not so much about Sunderland, it's about what I was more thinking, looking at how we were playing and how I feel like the intensity in our game, especially in the middle of the park, had returned. And I, you know, I know, for instance, I know Sean Longstar, for instance, didn't have the greatest of games on the ball, but off the ball is pretty good. And uh, and obviously, I know we're going Joe Linton is isn't going to be playing, but he had a good game as well. He was a monster. Um, I just I just think we're better in the middle of the park, and I think I, I'm I'm positive. I think we can do well. Um, I think we January is going to be our. I keep on saying it's going to be our recovery arc in terms of our form, right. in terms of our shape. Um, I think it might be a bit more difficult for outside, uh, maybe especially outside rival fans to see it because it, the results may not go that way. But I do mm -hmm. think a little bit more rest, a little bit more training, you're going to see a better Newcastle. I, I do. I'm, I am looking forward to a good, good performance from Newcastle. To be honest. Yeah, you, you said the right thing there. You said training because we've had another week. We had a week to Sunderland, then we had a week again to Man City. So you bang on there with training because you see the massive, um, the way we played, the way we approached the game, the way we had formation set out. Yeah. Everything was good. And I think you bang on right again with, with the yeah. training. Uh, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, I was feeling like we're the, we're the same old Newcastle from, from about eight, nine games ago. And I was like, oh, oh, there you are. There you are. Here we go. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the same thing against Man Manchester yeah. City. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at the the last match that we that we played together was the the Carabao Cup. Uh, that <clears> actually, you know, it was the same James's Park. So I, I would assume I, I remember that match. Where we had some injuries, and they also had players that weren't starting. Uh, obviously, De Bruyne wasn't playing. I think that he might get some minutes on this one, but or actually, I, I just don't know because it, this is going to be a really physical game at same James's Park with like similar with any with, with, this happened with Arsenal, Chelsea. And, you know, all, all the, the bigger clubs that come to St. James's Park, they know that it's going to be a physical game, meaning I don't know that Pep might might risk uh, De Bruyne in, in this type of atmosphere, but he might. So, you know, you never know. But when it comes to that match in particular, I mean, the stats are pretty much what I would expect them to be. You know, Manchester City had the ball for the majority of time. Uh, we scored 1-0. We won 1-0. Uh, who scored that one? Isak. So Isak yeah. came third. So and, and to be honest with you, it just might be a, a copy and paste. You know, we had Tonali at that time. <clears throat> Obviously, he's not going to be there. Ender, we had Anderson. Oh my gosh! You know, we had uh, yeah, Dummett, um as well. Okay, yeah, we, I'm just looking at, at the players that played at that. Yeah, remember, that. remember, Isak, Isak, Bruno. No, sorry, Isak and Gordon came on in the second half, and he right. took off Hall, and I forgot. I think he took off Hall and Miley, put on Isak and and Gordon. And the game changed for at least 15 minutes. We absolutely we intensified on mm. them and we took and we took over. I mean, that's when we scored yeah. the goal. And then yeah. for less than 25 minutes, 20 minutes, we just <laughs> we just defended. Just, I think Forty Mob has got uh, or Fort Mob has got Joe Linton as the man of the match, which is which is, right. I hope I hope we don't miss him, but we might do. And, well, yeah, um, he, he's definitely had a not going to play, is he? Well, I don't, I, he, he might not. I, I would. I'm, I'm hoping that Eddie Howe's in one of his. Um, dark arts and is just saying, yeah, he can't, he can't play. And then all of a sudden, he, the first Something thing you happens. see on on Twitter is <laughs> Joe Linton pointing at you, saying, "I can't wait." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean that 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 game, the one nil. I thought, <clears throat> I mean, I I watched it painfully in the first half, first forty five minutes, yeah. and I thought, oh my god, <laughs> this is going to be one of them Man City. And you could see Pep was getting more and more frustrated, more frustrated. Right. But I thought it was an Eddie Howe masterclass. He was just, we, we sat back, we didn't look interested in the game, and then all of a sudden, second half, we just went bang. And, and we just took, really took the game to Man City, and we we were, we, we went through thoroughly, thoroughly deserved. Yeah, I mean, I we're in the... I, I, sorry, I don't think Pep will allow no, that. You're I don't think Pep will allow that on uh, the weekend. I think he'll approach it completely different. He'll, he'll approach it where. We can't be taken lightly, no matter what team we put out. And I think Pep will have a right good go. But we'll have a right good go at Man City as well. Mm. I know we will. Well, if, if you look at it, I mean, I know, we knew that this was going to be a tough month, uh, definitely. And, and it has been. Um, <clears throat> but, 
I mean, taking in consideration that we lost against Luton and, and Nottingham Forest teams that we were supposed to beat, really, uh, on paper, and we had faith that we that we would, it didn't happen. So should we what, – what should be the game plan as far as, you know, the like should we try to attack? Should we hold back and, and park the bus? You know, what should we do? Because, listen, we got 29 points. We're ninth. We're literally 10 points away from Tottenham, which who is fifth. 11 points from Arsenal, the fourth. So, you know, if we want to get higher in the table, maybe fight for a European spot, we need to start getting points. So, I mean, obviously defending doesn't mean that you're going you're, you're gonna to lose, just like attacking doesn't mean that you're going to win. But I would assume that taking some risks would mean that you have a better shot of winning or getting a few points um, or up a point from this game. So what are you guys' thoughts as far as the – what we should do when when the match starts well we're, we're seeing it against man city the first half and obviously we're seeing it against liverpool as well and it's pretty because we because we we like to watch a high press now and we like to watch intensity and we like to watch aggression now when it's the opposite and we kind of sit off i don't think it's a very very good watch at all for newcastle united right. um so I think the only our only way is to attack Man City, and then people might think I'm absolutely mad for saying that because obviously, if you attack the best sides, they can pick you apart and stuff like that. But I think the, right. the, the, when I watched Liverpool, they had so much time on the ball that just kept moving us from side to side, moving us from side to side, and it was kind of come on break us down, and it's awful to watch. Now, mm. if you watched, if you take it back again, the second half of the one nil victory in the Carabao Cup when we went at Man City and we pressed them on the front foot and the crowd got see the crowd's massive as well if we if we press them and get at them that's different and it's the same way when when we played Liverpool when Isak's debut um when when we, unfortunately we got beat we pressed Liverpool at their place and we would really attack them we're a different Newcastle United so in my eyes if we sit back I don't think that suits the way we play and and I just think we've got to attack Man City. We really do, right. um, and just give give just give everything what we've got. Yeah, I, and yeah, I think. Um, um, sorry, go on, go on. No, no, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Philip. Yes, yeah, so, so I was I was just I was kind of reflecting on the two games that we had. If you guys remember the first game, I think it was the second or third game of the season. Um, uh, we obviously we had Tanali and we had some. As, as good as he was against Villa, our midfield had a little bit of issues because Tanali wasn't overly sure about his positioning. Yeah. In the first in the first game, um, Guardiola did a tactical masterclass where he kept on having Carl Walker on the right, really pushing up on the wing, and it really put off Gordon off his game. He wasn't really attacking; he kept on focusing on Carl Walker. Carl Walker isn't that good going the other way, and it took us a while to realize that a bit too late. And Guardiola was a bit ballsy, and he put his two centre backs um, flooded uh, to help flood the midfield as well. So we we were very reactive to everything, and we forgot how to attack. We was defending and positioning all the time, but was was always in a reactive state of mind. That when we did get the ball, we didn't use it very well. When we just got grinded down, and I think the one time Man City did really kind of increase the pace on the ball, Foden obviously got that ball to Alvarez. Foden was excellent in that game, playing in, in that pocket, and, um, and obviously Alvarez got that shot off. So. But when we when we played um, them in the League Cup, I think I think in, in the first match, I don't, I don't think Eddie Howe knew whether he wanted to really attack or he wanted to he didn't really want to defend. He wanted to be somewhere in the middle, and that just left us in a state of um, of, of limbo. So I think when we when it came to the League Cup, just like how Ian said, we defended. He was he had conviction. We're going to defend, 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 and, and just see what they what they do. And then he went out in the second half, put in his right. two boys for fifteen minutes, and, and went over them. So that was a game plan that worked. Now he's coming into this third game. Guardiola knows he's got to have conviction one the other, other way. Either we attack or either we defend or we do a bit of both, but we, we, we think about when and where we do it because our, our bench yeah. isn't as deep. So it would be interested to see. I, I, it's a, since it's a home game, I would imagine that Howe starts on the front foot. He has to start on the front foot. He has to keep Man City off their rhythm, maybe for 10, 15 minutes, and then figure out a way where we do drop back a bit. I think because we're training a lot more and got that bit of intensity back, we will control the ball a bit more between Bruno, Shaw and Botman, especially in that triangle. And I think it'll be interesting to see what he does with Gordon and Kyle Walker. Does he let Kyle Walker walk, essentially, and possibly just have to back burn 
it's, I think it's going to be Burn rather than Livermento. Um, back Burn against Carl Walker for periods of the game and take that risk so he can allow Gordon to go up the other way. So I think it'd be interesting to see that that tactical battle where where they kind of go forward with that. Um, obviously, City, I, see, I wonder if they're going to push up their their, their centre backs again with. Uh, Probably going to be Diaz and Guardiola this time. He's pretty good as well. So, and if, if Eddie Howe will look at that and yeah. think, okay, how can I catch them on the hop? Maybe do I do I do I let Isak drop back a bit, link up with the midfield, and then get the ball and get it out to um, uh, Gordon or, or Almer on as quick as possible and, and do it that way. Um, it's going to be very very interesting. But you know, these boys are coming. They back definitely from, have a lot of options. Yeah, Bruyne, Hall in the back. So. We'll see how that goes. I'm very, very interested to see how it goes. But I think, I think, I think how we would have learned for the last two games, and uh, I, I, I think, I think, have game plan. I, whatever he does, he has to have conviction. He he can't leave Newcastle in the middle of do we attack, do we defend. It has to have one right. or the other way. Yeah, can I can I quickly say that? Right, it's, right, one hundred percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You you run about with Walker and uh, Gordon. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be spells in our in in, in our play where we we are chasing that ball. Mm. So when we get that ball back, our attention has got to be so important that we keep the ball, and then to get the likes of Gordon high up the pitch. Because if we don't, Walker will creep into them areas where Gordon will be non-existent. He'll find himself defended. So our out of our out of play has got to be so so important that we. We keep the ball because at Liverpool there was times where we, we worked so hard to get the ball back, but then we just returned it over at the no man's land. Yeah, yeah. And then they just then they just kept regrouping the pressure back on us. Now <clears throat> we've got to learn from that and to get our wide men into the game. Yes, I totally agree with you with how we've got to press, but then there's no point of pressing where we've just played it at no man's land and yeah. just running around and chasing shadows. But yeah. With it's got to be built up right. It's got to be put in the areas right. So then you put them defenders going that way where they don't want to go. Yeah, and the good thing is that we've had training, so yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll see a bit of improve, improvement in that. That that is true, and there is a little bit of a delay between us. So, the, so just for the people that are that are listening or watching, that you know we might be cutting each other off in a minute, you know. But just I think it's my internet. But one of the things that I wanted to to talk about actually before we started talking about Man City and and Newcastle, um, that I forgot, I apologize because we had to cut this. Uh, talking about the preview, but you know, something came out today. Of course, you guys know all Newcastle fans know that Darren Eels came out today and he spoke and he, you know, kind of created controversy. Not that he wanted to, but of course, uh, you already know how it is. If you give a little bit to to people, you know, they're going to run with it. And um, there's stuff going around that we are going to sell our best players, our stars. That that Isak is going to be sold. That that Gimarise is going to be sold. And I think that we just need to take a step back and analyze exactly what he said. Uh, and he, he said we may have to, which, you know, it's a possibility, but it's just not a, a confirmed thing. So what are you guys' thoughts on, on what he said? And to be honest, it just, it, it sounds fair, fairly normal. I mean, if you look at other teams and how, what happened when, when they started, uh, a lot of these teams had to, to you know, do a rotation, sell players, you know, in order to we, we we're dealing with a situation with the FFP that is really challenging for Newcastle to uh to acquire players. And you know, and I know that fans we we want to get all the players you know that, that we like. We got we want Mbappe at Newcastle. Of course we do. But it is tough, you know, and I know I'm using a, a really uh <laughs> A really difficult example, but it's just tough to get these players because we're dealing with a financial situation. We got all the money in the world, and I don't necessarily agree with the FFP. I mean, I just feel like it's the same thing as me complaining that my neighbor has a brand new Corvette or a brand new Porsche, and I'm mad that I don't have it. And so I complain to the to 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 the to the government to do something about it to not let this guy spend as much money as he wants. I don't agree with that. I feel like if you have it, spend it. That's just my thought. You know what I mean? You guys might think different. But what are your thoughts on what Darren Eels had to say today about potentially maybe having to sell a few stars in order to get, you know, future players? Anybody? Go on in. I'll go after you. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, um, we've cried out for for years and years and years for our owners and directors 
to come out and address the public and address the fans when there's because because years gone by there was just a Lee Charnley uh, a piece of paper put out and that was it and everybody had to read through it nobody actually sat down and actually explained and I mean through he's went through that thoroughly of what is going on behind the club and what they're trying to do um and they've it was good for the to introduce other clubs and use their agendas and use their their financial figures of of to 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 correspond with us and how far we are far behind of these big clubs financial wise and commercial size but it's great that he's shown that we're working hard in the background to actually get us going forward, um, which you can't... We knew it was going to be tough. Everybody just thought because we're the richest club in the world that we'd just go out and sign anybody. It's never, ever going to be the case, simply because financial play, play rightly what you said, Chris. Now, you've got to be realistic. Every player has got a price. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you, what you do for that football club, if that player comes in and if sorry if that club comes in for that player at the right place that player will leave um i'll take you, you you've got the chelsea is a great example where uh, sorry man city is a great example where they built all these squad players up and squad players up ro- roughly around about the same bulk of money then they can sell them on raheem sterling went from manchester city for 50 million pound to chelsea so that's just one little example of a player which was so important to Manchester City Football Club that went on to Chelsea um, and then they used that money to structurally do other stuff. Now, regarding our selling our our best players, I totally, I'm not for it at all. I mean, there's no way on earth you bring Bruno Guimaraes to this football club to pass him on after a year and a half. No way. Not even in the summer for me. He'd go nowhere. Um, Isak's the same, mm. not for me, and Botman. It's always going to be them three names um, and pictures that the journalists put up the day, which I found quite amusing. As soon as something was put on like that, they jumped on the bandwagon and just thought, yep, yeah, Newcastle's got to sell their big prize assets and all the Arsenal fans won't get him into Arsenal, get him this, get him that. The current, the current market now, it's that, it's, there's that much how players were valued five, six years ago. And Baz put a one up, he says, Sean Longstaff might uh, leave this football club. And I, 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 at the time, I thought, I don't think he will. But if, for the current market, and he's one of the star players, if you remember rightly, I think it was two and a half seasons ago, he was, he was caught to go to Manchester United for £50 million. Now, if if this market, the way Sean Longstaff's playing, he could potentially be up there for £35, £40 million. Also, Callum Wilson... We could be cashing in on Callum Wilson, and you could get twenty-five to thirty million pound for a striker if he goes over the over to Saudi Arabia or somewhere like that. So you're, you're cashing in on. Darren Neal says he is stars. Now Amanda Stavely's also said every one of our players that you cast United are stars. So you can cover that area <laughs> as right. much as you want. So I think it's been totally blew out of proportion. The journalists have jumped on massively to get all the clickbaits for the little columns and stuff like that. Sky Sports has done everything. It's just another another day in the headlight of Newcastle United in the media where mm. someone's came out on our side of a director and spoke honestly about the books, what we're trying to do, and trying to get the financial fair play to move our club up that next level. And we've just all got to be patient. But I keep saying there's no way on earth you bring Sven, Bo- uh, Sven Botman, Bruno Gimmeresh and Isak to this football club to, spe- to send them on. To, to, to make money for it. There's, there's other ways and other movements where you can make money off other players. You've got to build your team around these players and I believe that's what your Cassie United Football Club is doing. Yeah. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, I, I think um, it's, it's always interesting with Newcastle and, and these transfer windows and the new owners. Every 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 window, they swear that FFP is going to strain us and we, we can't buy anyone. We have to sell everybody every window and if you look at our rivals they're doing the same thing the only difference with newcastle is that our owners really come out on camera and, and do it all the time um i think one of our first summer transfer windows was it they were saying oh we're broke and then we 
Callum Wilson got injured and we bought 70 million pound Isak. So that changed things. And then um, <laughs> we said, we said, I think last uh, summer window, uh, winter transfer window before Gordon, our FFP and we have got to do this and we've got to do that. And then we bought Gordon. I think it's a mix of, of truth and, and a little bit of misdirection. I think, yes, um, we've got FFP restraints, but I think the owners are thinking three windows ahead. It's like, it's like being given ten pounds. I think I think I heard someone say, uh, "Been given ten pounds, and you've got a choice of going to multiple shops." Now, if you just spend that ten pound in that one shop, a, aka that one transfer window, you can't go to the other shops and start buying stuff. So I think that's where that's the that's where the strain is. So what are they going to do? I think also, if you're Darren Ill, I don't. I think that when when he sent out that message, yes, one of them was for the fans. Um, in terms of temper and expectation, but I think he's mainly talking to football agents and clubs. Yeah. I think he's saying, I'm, "I swear to you guys, we've got no money. I swear to you guys, we can't pay that six, seven million pound loan fee for Calvin Phillips or um, mm. who, whatever other player. You know, you, you need to you need to decrease that price a little bit because remember Everton were quoting us sixty million for Anthony Gordon, and we got it down to forty five. We, we're not Chelsea. Chelsea's already out mm-hmm. the back. Uh, the cat's out the bag. We're willing to spend a billion pounds in two transfer windows. That's Chelsea." They can't go on TV and say we haven't got no money. Everybody knows that they got money. So I think I think if anything, um, that message was to temper expectations from the fan side of things and to be uh, essentially to be patient and to put things in a, a bit more. It's almost like I don't know if you guys remember they were, when we sold um, uh, ASM, people were saying it was for FFP. It was for FFP, and they asked Eddie Howe, and I think this is like the third or fourth time or many times he'd been asked about it. And at one time, he let the cat out of the bag and I said to him, did you have to sell him to buy other players? And he said, no, we didn't. And then he stopped himself. And he stopped himself and he changed the subject totally. And we know that with ASM, he wasn't always the bear, or rumours have it, uh, it wasn't always the best in training and all these other stuff. So sometimes things are said in order to cover up players. If a player is sold, maybe right. it's because essentially they're not good enough or we need to sell him anyway. But we say we need to sell him for FFP. Maybe, for instance, Longstaff, who I know loves Newcastle United, he's a Geordie. But maybe he sees in Horizon, hey, um, by next uh, by next um, season, Tonali's back. I ain't getting a game. And 17-year-old uh, Miley, he's looking a bit better than me. So what, 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 right. at this stage of my career, am I going to get upstage by a 17-year-old? So maybe a long staff move may happen. It may not happen. But I think the message that Darren was given, that our CEO was given today, was to agents and to, and to selling clubs as much as it was to the fans. And it was to... Because it's hard to convince them when they look at our owners as... Um, uh, assets and say, nah, you guys have got money. I want, I want fifteen million, right. fifteen million extra, please. And we're saying, no, no, we right. swear. Look, look at our, look at our records. Because if you even look at the financial records, it's not going to, it doesn't include the Champions League money that's going to come in. It's not going to include the sponsorship money that's going to come in. It's not going, you know, and the, you know, all these other things and possible and Adidas as well and possible yeah. player sales that we do yes. get, um, all those other things. And so, look, um, maybe Callum Wilson does go, for instance, using, you know. But, you know, they don't want to make it look like he wants to leave Newcastle. No, it's FFP, guys. It's, it's, that's why we had to let him yeah. go. It's FFP. But look at this shiny yeah. new uh, toy we've got. So that's my quite po- quite positive take on it. But also, I, I think right. there's a little bit of um, uh, misdirection uh, from, from, from our right. owners. And and I'll, I'll just end it on this. And I, I did go on a bit, but I'll end it on this. We swore, even through Dan Ashworth, that we're looking at Ruben Neves. We might go into the Saudi market for Ruben Neves. And the media went absolutely ballistic <laughs> to the point where oh. the, Premier League, the Premier League said, we got to vote on this multi-club national thing. Right. Newcastle are going right. to take it off the Saudi League. Only to yes. find out later. Yes. Now we're going to go get Calvin Phillips. So look, and the that thing is, is our owners, they, 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 they love the misdirection so much, especially with Tonali and Barella, that they had to... They, they, <laughs> Boasted about it to the Telegraph, and Luke Edwards is absolutely fuming about it. So, look, I take it with a pinch of salt. I appreciate them coming out in public, but I do take it with a pinch of salt what they say. Right. Uh, and I quietly rate them highly for doing it. The Barella yes, sir, one yes, was sir. brilliant because the, it was because, the, yeah. because the, the transfer fee for Barella that was being agreed was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I thought it was brilliant that one. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, let's go to the comments before we move on to the match of the weekend. Uh, big up Peter Merrifield. Welcome, welcome to the channel, brother. Peter says, um, the thing we are forgetting is that we have the 13th man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it would be the, it would be the 12th man, right? Or 
Or the, it'll, be who's, tough, who's the it'll, be, it'll, it'll be the tough man, Peter. Unless unless yeah. you, uh, unless you're counting Tyndall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big up e, e, yeah. Was it, is that E or Lane or Ian? Lane, Lane McKenna. I appreciate uh, Lane or, or Ian. Is it Ian? Ian? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ian, Ian McKenna. Uh, apparently, Helen is fit. He says, I think he's the first time yeah. on the show too. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, Stephen Field. I think it's another first timer. So welcome, welcome to the show. Better put that on, re on, repeat, on repeat, Chris. I know, man. We got to put it on repeat. <laughs> we will miss Joe Linton, but nobody expected us to beat Arsenal. Yeah, that is true. But Joe Linton wasn't the pitch, though. I, I expected yeah. us to be Arsenal. Okay, there you go. Yeah, no, Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not scared of nobody. Yeah, and I'm not scared of you know those bot those gladiators you got in the middle. I'm not scared of nobody. <laughs> no, with, with Bruno Gimaraes, Joe Linton. Man, I'll go to the to the most dangerous city in in the UK with those guys, man. I, I don't care. Uh, uh, Farmer says we have done fairly well at keeping Helen in check, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean very much if we can't score. That's a good point right there. Uh, Ian says uh, it was just social media clipping it. Mm. Uh, Darren Eels was literally talking about how other clubs have done it. Um, mm. Yeah, that is true. I think well, what other clubs are similar? Uh, Manchester City. But but this these rules weren't really back in those There's, days. There, right? there mean, is no club in terms of ownership that's similar to Newcastle. Our owners, in terms of wealth and assets, totally eclipse everybody else 10, 20 times over. Mm -hmm. And everybody got absolutely scared about what these guys could do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's scary. Th exactly. And so now they had to make examples of, of people in terms of we actually can deduct points we can actually do th these things so uh, unfortunately we've been we've been watched a lot lot more closely than than the other clubs and so yeah. we've had to move yeah. cautiously yeah Jordy z says glad to see tune tech is on he always makes sense hey, you gotta show some love to to ian too man if not, Ian's never gonna come back. Come on now. You guys should love to <laughs> big, up, uh, big up Amy pieces. It's all it's all BS. Yeah, she, she's not buying, uh, she's not, gonna not buying it. it. She's she, not, yeah, she's we're gonna not get back. <laughs> yeah, she's just overrated, man. Yeah, no, I was just a, a you know crazy example that I put out. You know, obviously, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would take Mbappe though. I, I mean, come on. Uh, Ian McGinnis says it was interesting that on the same day we announced a seven million loss, we were also linked with making a move on Solanke. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not. I, I like Solanke, but you know, I'm not jumping up and down. But I, I like I like Solanke. I mean, I don't know. It, again, it doesn't move me really. But Isaac is going to be the starter, right? I mean, so is that he will be a backup. You know, or, or what do you guys think? I think it's how likes fluidity. I think. Um... Solanke can play on either side of the wing, but obviously he's mainly central, likes to be the focal point. Um, right. Isak isn't over, isn't, they're quite similar in that they can play on either side of the wing, but obviously we like to play through the centre. They can <clears> both <throat> drop drop in deep. And I think that's where they, I think um, you would see Gordon shift to the right where he's always supposed to be. And so you'll see that little interchange. So similar how we see um, Joe Willock and Joe Linton um, transition so smoothly on the left side, you kind of want the same a little bit further up the field between Isak and and um and uh, Solanke so you yeah. it's a, little, a lot more harder for defenders to follow I think the, the days of you know I think Callum Wilson's pretty the, the one of the, the last of the Mohicans of the kind of almost old-fashioned I say old-fashioned the traditional forwards of of physicality or whatnot and um I think that's what you see and that's what you see in them going to that direction but I think but they both can play the same but with yeah. that with with Isak with Gordon with with um with Solanke, you see a lot of power, movement, yeah. intelligence, mobility, high right. pressing. He wins, it would be a nice add-on. Yeah, exactly. It would be a nice add-on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Stephen Field says FFP protects the cartel, so corrupt. All right, hey, say, hey, say what you think, man. Say, say what you think. Ian McKenna says, look at what Villa done with the hundred mil from Goodish. See, that's what that's yeah. what I wanted to 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 point out too. Like, I mean. I get it that they're fighting. They're right there, obviously, second, third. I mean, second, right, I think. So, I, but, I mean, they did it all because of Grealish. The Grealish money. Grealish has been playing for City for a while now. So, I mean, I don't necessarily know. Uh, I don't think any club has a project, a future that we can kind of see better than Newcastle, to be fair with you. 
um I mean, <clears throat> you know i mean how many i mean how many how many clubs can actually say for instance for bruno for 115 million how many clubs can actually just pay that 115 million the benefit you cast united because a lot of these transfers right. these days are all done in installments aren't they so it's yeah, I, yes, I think they're even yes. saying that in his that in his clause that um it has to be paid over three installments which is quite a lot of money for mm. installments and you can almost yeah. see that yeah. you can almost see that they're aiming at free transfer windows if, they, if, they, if they're going to put that money across free transfer windows if they can i think that's how they see it and 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 somebody with money has to has to you know it could be a qatar club like psg uh it could be one in it yeah. almost has to be he has a special secret clause i believe for barcelona he might have a special place for barcelona but barcelona don't have the money to pay yeah. that that you know that type of that type of money so um mckenna says the figures released don't take into account the yeah what is it called sila sila or sila yeah sila random or or did yeah man that 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 is going to be a big deal and then also we haven't named sam james's park yet well obviously it's still going to be called sam james's park and that that was i always tell fans this because they you know fans overreact sometimes and they're like no it needs to be sam james's park because my great-grandfather is never going to change in the hearts of people uh it's just you know we're gonna get paid for it so you know call it for what it is um call it whatever i know they would call it what the emirates is that you know is that what we are hey, um... one time it, one time it was a sports direct stadium but nobody remembers that oh, because we God. we we, fa oh, no, <laughs> we no, faced no, no, no. we faced it out we faced it, it out exactly <laughs> exactly that's exactly <laughs> what i'm saying so people kept calling people kept calling Sorry, Ian. Jesus no. Ian's, Ian's having oh he is <laughs> <the back>. come, <laughs> on. He, he, he come on now come on Oh, no, come on now, come on, man, come on, Philip. You gotta take an aspirin. Go and go and take an aspirin, man. What was that for? Like half a million pounds? Did it for like, like? It, 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 it was insane. It just you wanna tell me that our previous our previous owner was paying himself for for, for you half, know, he was just half a doing business like, with himself. It was insane. Uh, it was insane. Yeah, Stephen. Ridiculous. Stephen feels as 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 long as we sell with a profit, no problem. We yeah. we have. But we have to overcome FFP somehow, and that was my my question. Like, um, like say we we get money for our gamer eyes. I mean, we still have to buy somebody that would replace his talent, which would cost. Um, I mean, the the way football is would cost a lot of money. So I see, I see Newcastle doing. I don't think they're gonna get a like for like. I think when they were looking for Madison the earlier last transfer season, that gave me a little bit of a clue of where. I think how would like to head. I think if we've got Madison, for instance, I think we'll definitely be playing with two pivot sixes and let and let Madison just do what Madison does, which is what he's doing for Tottenham, almost like a free roll. So I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Would I miss Bruno? 100%. I think if you, if, if you ask the owners, they would 100% prefer to keep Bruno. Who wouldn't? He's got 100 million pound clothes for a reason because an exceptional talent. But I think if they're if they're thinking that you know big boys how big boys should think look Real Madrid Barcelona PSG they can see who Bruno right. is and they're gonna want him as well so yeah exactly. um, I'm telling you man nobody I, I I thought about it yesterday before the show because I knew I was gonna say it no other club has a future or expectation like we do uh, you know as far as a great expectation. Now it might happen. It might, you know, hopefully, cross fingers, it will happen. I think, I think it will that we will become a winning team eventually. Uh, but I don't think any other club has that expectation. I think Manchester City is the top team, and, and they they have that. But it, analyze any other team, Chelsea. I mean, you don't see that. I don't fear them. I don't think that they're in the next ten years they might win. You know, ten Champions Leagues. I don't think that Manchester United they're lost. If it wasn't for Manchester United's fan base, this club would be ruined, like literally. Uh, and any other club, really. I mean, what other Real Madrid is always is always going to be Real Madrid competing for Champions League, etc. But to be honest, what other club in in the world do you think that has an expectation like Newcastle United? You know, it's it's tough to find one. Uh, and then oh, again, we're speculating. Yeah. Go ahead. If you ask rival fans, I think most most rival fans have view their club the same oh, way. Chelsea on. fans still think they're going to be number one. Yeah. And I wouldn't blame them. I think, look, Villa fans, Tottenham fans have a great expectation of them. They, their manager turned out to be way better than what they expected them to be. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, Liverpool, people were, 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 were all saying, Liverpool aren't going to do nothing. They need, they need a whole new midfield. So what did they do? They went and got themselves a new midfield and <laughs> they're, they're top of the league. Yeah. So I, I, we, can't, we can't underestimate them at all. I think, if anything, no, 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 that, that is true. Look at us yeah, as, yeah, as yeah, having man. something to prove. 
I think yeah, I think yeah. a lot of a lot of the, I think a lot of the top clubs just take things for granted and expect yeah. that they should that they should be doing mm. that they should be doing this because it shows when they get beat they're so bitter. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean 100%. Arsenal fan, Arsenal fans are the worst I think out there, um, <laughs> and they just think they've got the right just to turn up to win, and I think that's that right. takes away the what Chris said the expect expectancy of what you should be doing. And like like with us, we I can see exactly what he's trying to say. Like it's it's that drive to, for success. Yeah, yeah. Rather, yeah. Right. rather than just yeah. thinking you've got the goddamn right to have it just because you're an Arsenal football club or or a Liverpool football. Don't get me wrong, they are massive clubs, but they, 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 I think yeah. they think they've got the goddamn right just to turn up and win and just do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, all right, let's start talking about the game. Of course, we got a big one this weekend. We kind of paused there. We had to, you know, I, I wanted to, to, to bring that uh, that conversation that uh, our director had with. Uh, he is the CEO, correct? The of uh, yeah, yeah, right. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, he had a nice conversation. And you listen, you know, you got to watch the whole interview. Don't just watch a clip because if not, you're going to be mis misled. Um, okay, Newcastle, Manchester City. Um, obviously, in the last, as far as I don't even want to go to the previous matches because uh, number one, I don't think all of them matter except the last one or, or the previous match that, and also because we've lost, so I don't want to keep talking about those losses. I mean, you know, they've had we've been in different situations for a while, so uh, we always go back to the Carabao Cup. We beat them one nil again, but as far as the lineup goes. What do you? What would you like to see each each one of you? Like how if you were in that seat, if you Eddie Howe, we're gonna put a blonde hair on 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 Philip, and we're gonna comb comb your hair like <laughs> like Eddie Howe, and I want you to sit in that seat, and, I, and you know, tell me what would you? How would you form the the club uh, this Saturday in City? I think it'll be what you probably saw against Sunderland second half. You're probably going to see Burn on the left, Shaw, Sven Botman uh, on the left, left side no, of the but back. That's, that's what Eddie Howe would do. Is that what you would yeah. do? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'll do that as well. Yeah. So uh, and right back, Trippier. And yeah. And with um, Miley, Longstaff, and Bruno, and with Gordon, Isak, and. Almiron up front. I think you'll keep the same squad because they played well together. They find they've they've uh, they've trained together like properly for the last two weeks, especially. And I think Howe doesn't want to really interrupt a, a rhythm and the flow, especially that the one that we got in in Sunderland. Is it the ideal team that we want? No, but I think um, I think um, he doesn't have the luxury of changing too too much. Yes, you got Lewis Hall, Livermento, mm -hmm. possibly. But again, he yeah. doesn't like to ch change his back four too much. The, fr the front three played really, really well. The main thing is probably the midfield. Would you, I think probably the most vulnerable out of the three is Longstaff. But again, I, I, I think how saw what he was doing off the ball more and how Bruno was able to flourish. Maybe, uh, but maybe also Miley because of his, he is 17 years old and he's still grown into physicality. I think he's going to be a beast by the time he's 20, 21 years old. But at the moment, he's people are still going to try and rough him up and push him off the ball. But what is what is fortunate is that City aren't overly physical, unless you try to be physical. They're a tough team. They're not no, they ain't no shrinking violets, but they're not going to be. They're, they're only going to be as physical as you are. So we'll see what happens. I think I think House keeps the same the same team, keeps the rhythm, and um, and and kind of. Uh, who you have, you know, he'll have a few options at the, at the bench in whole Livermento, but but that will be it really. He, he's limited in what he can do. Uh, he will play burn absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've wrote a team down before. There we and go. I, and I've, Tell me. And I've picked, I've picked exactly the same team as that. Um, I was torn between burn and Livermento, but. At left back, but with the way Man City play, they don't tend to play with that. Grealish plays on that side quite high because he's he cheats a kind of bit. But Trips will Trips will look after him on that side, so they rely on Walker coming up on that side because Silver yeah. is playing, he goes inside quite a bit. So Burn won't be exposed. I'm hoping I'm saying this Burn will not be exposed as much as a, a natural winger would expose him, like if he was up against. Um, like a top winger or, or a Salah as such as which plays so high at Liverpool where Byrne was, was quite vulnerable. Um, so I think he will stick with Byrne. Um, 
Now, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm finish. Ju- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm just. The midfield that worries me a little bit, because um, if they if they take control of the midfield, um, I, I agree with with Longstaff as well. Could be just that weakest part of that midfield, but his hands are tied again, anyhow, because obviously Joe Linton's a massive miss, because I think he's going to miss. Um, um, but. Apart from that, that's that's probably the best team we've got. Well, and I, I, and I got a, a few questions though. I mean, we always were we were amazed at Livermento how he was playing, and why why wouldn't you continue to play him uh, on the left side? He played well. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on <laughs> on, on what you like, but I I am not convinced of Burn on the left side. I've been saying it for a long time, and I I get that. Uh, I think. Ian said that he'll just play burn. Um, so, and I don't know how to take that because will will he just play burn because he always does and that's what it is? Or because he truly believes he is the best possible left back that we can have in this team? For, you know? for me, for, for, for me, I think balance has got to come into play with a little bit um, because obviously you've got Gordon that plays in front of him that naturally comes inside. So if you've got another right footer that's playing at left back, you're coming in naturally inside. So you're making the pitch so narrow, then you're vulnerable to get round the outside. So if you've got if you've got Burn there as a natural left footer, everything will go around. He'll, he'll naturally go around the other way. So it just gives you that, and especially when you've got Sven Bottom on that side, it just makes that pitch that little bit bigger when you're going across the back four, and it, and it allows your midfielders to be tighter rather than a, a natural right footer coming into your space where your midfielders go. And it's that's that I think that's why he plays Dan Burn. If we had a natural top left back with a left foot, I think he'll play in front of yeah. Dan Burn. Yeah. But Tino's play is played well though. I mean he I to, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. But on on the I think he's I think he's got pace, I think he recovers well, I think he's a fantastic defender. But again, against top sides, I think you need balance to make that pitch as big as possible or you're vulnerable down the sides. Who, who would play on that side for Manchester City? I'm sure they got a you'll be folding. It'll be Foden. But, he he burnt yes, him last time. Yeah. Uh, well, F- F- Foden floats around that area, um, but he, Oscar he, Bob he, Os- Oscar Bob played there the last game against Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Bernardo Silva was it was ill, so Bernardo Silva yeah. probably will come back into that side where he'll play on that side, but he'll naturally come inside. That's what I was saying. Like he, Burns protection will probably be Bernard. Yeah, Burn would mm. rather have Bernardo Silva going inside when he's got Sven yeah. Botman next to him, rather yeah, than right. Mo Salah going round the outside to leave yeah. him actually exposed to make him look like a bad footballer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that point of view. Uh, <laughs> and that's funny. Um, Stop laughing, Phil. <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking Burn must have had nightmares after that game. That was insane. <laughs> yeah, man. He, you know, but you think about it, he's Ben. He's been having nightmares, and, and, and that's my concern. Um, now, so you, so you guys would put Almiron back on the starting lineup? Yeah, yeah, he deserves yeah. it. Yeah, from, from the last match. Okay, I, it, yeah, I understand. yeah. What I think I think the main key is 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 what happens before the ball gets to Foden or to or, or to Bernardo Silva in that pocket between uh, Burn and Livermento. Uh, no, Burn, Burn, and. Um, Who'll be on the left side? He'll probably be um, Longstaff on that left side, and they'll probably yeah. put Miley on the right. Yeah, so, so what happens before that? And what happens before that is what happens in the middle of the park. So, the, the see the lucky thing is the good thing for us is that unlike Liverpool, Man City have a slightly slower build up. They take a little bit more time to build up than Liverpool. Liverpool through through Trent will just ping a ball straight up and just stretch us, yeah. whereas um, Man City are little are just a little bit more um, slower with the build up build up because they want to be they want to play that way if they want to quicken it up they will yeah. quicken it up but they just choose to play that way so it gives us time to set ourselves so the important thing is how we set ourselves and what happens in the midfield if if um especially if um uh man, uh, man city centre back step up if Guardiola does what um was it Ake what's the other, <coughs> what's the other Akanji Akanji did last time when he stepped up in the centre Akanji's injured ah okay so it'd be Guardiola so if, what happens when Guardiola steps up would, for instance, would he ask Isak to step to to drop in a little bit? So then we've got, well, then we kind of counteract that in terms of get you know get a hold of the game, and you have got someone to break free on pace. Would Gordon then you know um, just take a risk and and go up as soon as we get the ball, the ball breaks, and as Ian says, you got to give it to someone. Someone's got to be running, and there's got to, it can't go. The, the ball can't go to nowhere. Mm. There's got to be an outlet. 
So right. that kind of thing happened. And so it, it's what happens before the ball gets to, to, to Foden and, and or and or um, Silva and where they get it. So I, I feel a bit more positive with Botman being there because he backed himself to step up and to, to take the ball compared to Lascelles and others who, who just hesitate a little bit more. Whereas Botman backed himself to, to be proactive and to, and to get the ball. Yeah. So yeah. It'll, be an, it'll be interesting what happens there. The, so, the, the, yeah, one, the one with um, with where Man City's played when uh, Akanji's been out, he's tend to fall with um, Walker at right back. Ake yeah. goes into centre-half with Diaz and Guardiol yeah. plays left-back. So yeah. that that could that could shift the balance in in my eyes in a favour for Newcastle United yeah. because Guardiola's a centre half. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, he's a top top player, but at that side of the pitch, he's not going to be. He's not going to be. He's uh, not going to be Salah. No, <laughs> no definitely yeah, not. Right. And, he, and he's not. He's not going to be wanting to, to drive forward. He's not going to be wanting to get beyond. He's going to. He'll play like a. So it, hopefully, it'll allow that back four to sit deeper, yeah. rather than them all interacting and coming forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so um, we're, we're going to go to the comments at the end, but let me know your prediction. I mean, you know, what are, at the end of the day, we've done a lot of talking, but it's about <clears throat> putting it all on the line, man. You know what I mean? We got to stop playing around. So what is the prediction? What? Because, you know, we, you guys talk a, a big game. So if, if you're going to say that <laughs> we're going to... He's going to say gonna, something else. He's going to say something else there. You know, <laughs> say, you how you say, feel it. say how you feel it, Chris. Listen, you guys talk, <laughs> you're talking a big game. You know, you're talking, you know, we got to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And then what's the prediction? We lose 3-0. Come on, man. <laughs> so what are the predictions? Ian, man, tell me. You're the first one. What do you think is going to happen in this one? It, it all depends how we start. Um, if we start well, the crowd will be behind us. That first yeah. tackle, that first press, the first header. And if and if we if we're on it, we can give them a game. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go two one when Newcastle United if we start well. That, that, there like you it. go. I like it. There we go. I like that. See, you gotta come on, man. You gotta get wet, man. You gotta get gotta get your feet wet. Go ahead, uh, <laughs> Yeah, two one Newcastle. I was gonna. I, I, I thought I have to. I have to follow Ian's footsteps. I wanted to say. I need. I need someone to say it before I had said it. I think it'll be two one. Two one Newcastle. Um, Man City do concede. They score a lot of goals too, but they do yeah. concede. Um, I'm gonna back us. I'm gonna back us to win two one. All right. Do you see like a, a possibly a game like Tottenham City where it finished three three? You know, a lot of goals. Do you see that? Any of you? I mean, when we played when we played Man City, that the, the second game of the season when it was three three, that was the uh, that was honestly to go one nil down, then three one up, and it was just mm. that was incredible. Um, to have it three three, I mean, nails are nearly all gone now. To, to imagine doing <laughs> that with Man City this time of the season, so important to get points. Oh, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my score is going to be. I didn't talk a lot of smack like you did, so I can, I can, I can, uh, you know, I can be precautious if I want to. But no, I, I think look, it's St. James's Park, and I think that if City has has a lot of uh, young players, and so if they get into the physical games, they if they if you know if they start tackling and, and they start pushing and shoving, that is never going to be good for anybody that comes onto St. James's Park because they're not going to win that battle. They're not going to win the battle against the fans, and the fans are going to be on their ear twenty four seven. I think that's not a good. That, that's not. A, it, I've been saying it, but it has been happening. It hasn't it happened with Chelsea. It happened with Arsenal. Uh, so, and uh, and with Liverpool, we lost it at the very end. So, uh, look, I still believe in St James's Park, and um, which is, and I do believe in the team, of course. So, I will say that a two one is feasible. But, you know, I think two one. So we all agree. Uh, what's, you know, a, what's your prediction? What's your prediction? I don't two, know. Was that prediction? Two, uh, two, yeah, yeah, man. I said two, two. I said two one. I didn't know who's going to get the two and who's going to get the one. But, but, uh, but yeah, man. You know, I think I think we're going to win this one. You know, just fingers crossed, man. It, it's actually it's my 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 son's birthday party. So you know uh, that day. So I hope they give us a gift. 100 percent uh let's go with the comments before we finish off you know it's been a great stream but let's give people their platform peter says bournemouth have apparently rejected yeah. our offer for solanke okay well 
They wish. That's, that's, they wish. That's their bet. That's their... <laughs> I, I don't even think we've even been in for. Really I don't even think that we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. No. Uh, Big up Mick says uh, it would be great to bring in a third striker. Mitro on loan it would be ideal. Ian is shaking his head. No. Uh, <laughs> not only because he would score goals, but he would push Wilson and Isak to compete, just like Wilson improved when Isak came. <clears throat> not for me. No. Uh, yeah, we've got, we've, got a very, we've got a very, very romantic view of, of of certain things. Marino, Mitro. Um, <laughs> I understand it, but this is a different yeah. Newcastle team. Yeah. Uh, Ian says, if the Saudis were in charge of Sunderland, would you scrap FFP? <laughs> no, man, we'll make it, we'll make it different. We'll make it more difficult. You can't spend 10 pounds, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. Uh Mick says we are the richest club in the world, but it isn't an advantage at the moment. FFP holding us back until we build the club revenue, which isn't gonna happen overnight at the rate of growth. We are looking at five, six years. Um and it might be, it might be, you know, uh, we don't know at this point. We definitely have to say, but again, you know, not a lot of people are talking about, you know, the, the Adidas deal, the, the sleeve sponsorship, all that stuff, the fan base growing worldwide helps a lot. You know, like myself, I buy my shirts from the UK's Newcastle's website. Uh, and the reason is because I just want to make sure that the club gets the money and yeah, I can yeah. buy them from Amazon and I just don't know that, that they are you know, together and, and that money would go, you know, it could go to just some, some pirating company out there. So, you know, the fan base growing is a big deal all over yeah. the world. So got to support uh new come new coming uh, fans. Um, Amy P says who, who's all out injured. Um, I would say uh, this is the guy that I want. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Callum Wilson still hurt. Uh, I don't know what's happening with him. Uh, you guys know of obviously we got Harvey Barnes that might come back at some point in the next end 20 of January. Years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else is a big one that we're missing? Uh, well, uh, Joe Jordan Willock. And, yeah, Joe Joe Willock, Joe Willock, and Harvey Barnes, Mark um, Target, Elliot Anderson, Jacob Murphy. Yeah, Jake, Nick oh Paul. Jacob Murphy. Oh Nick man, Pope. Jacob Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Paul. Yeah, we got a few. We definitely got a few. Jordy C says, is, is, I know it's going to be unpopular, but it's Man, C Man City's game to lose. Hey, man, I like the positivity. No, I like that. That's talk, talk your crap, man. Talk, you know, I don't want to curse in front of Ian, man. He looks like he's going to, you know, just punish me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Send me to the corner or something. But listen, talk, talk all the smack you want to, man. You know, it, it's social media. What, what can happen? You can say whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Philip. There's no Man City fans here. I was gonna say, Chris, no, there's no, there's just, it's just Newcastle guys. It's, it's safe. It's just us. We'll protect you. Oh man, that is so funny. We've got your back, man. We've got your Yes, yes. I don't know. I think, I think this is something that has to be like, oh yeah, it's gonna be three 0 And he's like, wow, these guys are talking crazy, like. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, like Ian talking about we we got the we're gonna do this with the striker. Isak is gonna come around. And gets, I'm like, man, please don't say we're gonna win four 0 because we're gonna get canceled, bro. So, you know, the Premier League, you gotta shut that YouTube channel down. They talking all that nonsense. But, no, listen, it's, it's been it's been great. Um, Amy says, "What what happened to Barnes? Harvey Barnes? Uh, he's he's been hurt forever. I mean, uh, they got Mankio as well. What the... I, I've heard that Mankio might be getting sold. Um, yeah, oh, he better. With, yeah, with with Harvey Barnes, it was uh, it's either he's done nerves around his toes, or it was either a broken toe. But I think it's nerves on his toes which is causing it to stay mm. for so long. Um, yeah, I think I, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> All right, man, it's been a great uh, match preview. Of course, I want to thank uh, Philip from Toon Tactics TV. Subscribe to his channel. He's linked in the description below. Of course, Ian, man, Ian Davison, been great, of course. Uh, you know, he kind, of, he kind of just popped up, and I'm happy that he did. Uh, he's a gift sent from, from above because, I, I, you know, I like people that can talk the game, man. You know what I mean? This nonsense that people just come and say bantering and, and all that just to get views. I don't – listen, and, and Philip will tell you, I'm the one that – I disagree with – with recently I've, I've disagreed with with um uh our manager and that's okay you can disagree to, you can agree to disagree but at least we you know we can 
say what we think without having to say sack this dude you know i don't want him no more and the next week we win and we say he's the best manager ever you know i, I don't I, I don't like that crap so but listen i appreciate ian man you know you talk good good game brother so i appreciate you i need you for my predictions next week as well because you 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 give me valor man you, you know you talk, <laughs> it's like we're gonna beat real madrid and and you know he, he he gives you valor. He pumps you up, man. I like that. So I appreciate that, man. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Like the video on your way out, of course. And I appreciate you guys coming on. All of you, your you chatters, the people that commented. I appreciate you, of course. Amy, Mick, Ian, uh, Stephen. Uh, let me see. Jordizi, Newcastle Stan, Jay. Um, who else am I missing here? Peter, I believe it was his name as well. New subscriber. Yes, sir. So all of you, all of you guys, I appreciate you for, for commenting. It helps us a lot to keep growing. Like, if you haven't already done so, the video on your way out. We will see you on the next one. Peace. God bless, guys.